or upper 30s. Tomorrow afternoon gets back to a high of close to 50 or stays into the upper 40s. Tomorrow night, clear skies, colder, light freezes to anywhere to upper 30s. Same for Sunday morning, Saturday, Sunday afternoon, sunny skies. The afternoon highs each day about the lower 50s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. A My Social Security account allows you to access your earnings history and benefits information, request a replacement Social Security card, get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Hey, uh, what is that all about, Tom? I come to think of it, Tom, and I haven't thought about you at all. Uh, but what is, uh, I think for your some uh, uh, admonition, maybe. Uh, but because, uh, you know, I haven't seen you lately. Uh, it's nice to have uh, a word or two one another. Anyway, uh, we thought about the sign for uh, this sum coming along and taking advantage of the cooling weather that we have had, although it is cooling more than a little bit of a bit. Uh, that doesn't stop us, though. Uh, we are uh, down around uh, New Orleans. A couple of ways you can get it, and here's how you get it. It's three nine nine. No, five six six. I mean five five seven. Whoa, whoa, what? Five, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's contagious. Six, I'm Marianne, by the way, the wife and co-host here on the Food Show. The number is five five six five six nine six nine six. They have yeah. a busy show today. They do. Mm-hmm. It has been a busy show. Well, we haven't started it yet, but we have Nicole, our buddy, Nicole Dorignac, calling in to talk about, well, you know, we just like her. We just like to talk to her. Yeah. So uh, we're we're debating on how much of the, um, what's missing from the shelves we're going to talk about as things, you know, move on. I won't say get back to normal because they're not, but um, we like to talk to her just about, you know, New Orleans food or New Orleans food. And there it is. She's kind of yatty, so New Orleans food. I wonder how she says it. I'm going to have to ask her when she calls how she says N-E-W-O-R-E-O-R-L-E-N-S. L-E-A-N-S. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's not a very good start to the show. It's the 7th. Oh, my goodness, already? Who is that? Oh, we have a wedding. Tie Boy Bob, one of cowboy our regulars. Cowboy Bob? Hi, boy. Come on Hello, in. Hello, Cowboy yeah. Bob. <laughs> well, howdy, Tom. How you doing? Well, here we are working our way across the, the agents here that uh, bring you to us. So uh, glad to have you. Come on in. Well, I was on, on my horse, and we was riding, and I was getting an AM signal, and I heard that warm, inviting, wonderful voice of Tom Fitzmorris to talk about food. <laughs> So we had to sit That's down. the you idea. Didn't know, you didn't know that Tom moved back to AM radio? No, I've been, a, you know, been having to do different stuff as a cowboy now because, you know, you know what I mean. Uh, but, uh, no, glad to hear him back and hear y'all back, and that's a great thing. And um, my main point today was just to call up and say just uh, support all of your local business people that own restaurants. Yes, um, yes, nice to hear. Yes, indeed. It, cowboy it, Bob, it really, for those people who do not know him. Uh, goes back, uh, wow, gosh, with us about, what, 26 years, something like that? 
At least. Probably, no, <laughs> earlier than that, because Jude, you, Jude first became absolutely enthralled with Cowboy Bob at a birthday party when he was about three or four years old. So we're talking 27 years. And then Cowboy Bob, uh, do, are you still doing your thing? Well, it's been a while. Yeah, still doing it. You know, kind of limited because everything like that. But we'll still keep going on. Um, you know, the main thing is that we just, uh, like I said, just work real hard and enjoy the things. And that's why the program is such a great success. Old dears, everybody likes to talk about food, you know. That's something that people can all agree upon. So I think it's a wonderful thing. And I'm just glad to hear you all again and be able to listen and, and chime in and just uh, there's some great local restaurants we've been finding out about here in the Covington Mandeville area. So, just boy, is that the some, truth? I've... We're getting some serious world class stuff. More here, and more huh? all the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I just want to say thank y'all so much. Glad to hear you. Now I know where y'all. My horse spread. Oh, right. I'm you. so excited. Somebody <laughs> else finding out where we are seven months in. I, I, it's like tell somebody if you. If you, uh, we say this, I say this every day at the end of the show, tell someone about the show because yeah. we're shocked at the number of people that still don't know that you made the move, Tom. Hmm. Well, Imagine. you know, and you know how things are in this, this information age. <laughs> but uh, the main thing is... <laughs> Too much that, you know, information, just, sometimes it gets lost. Yeah. It well, has been known well, to happen, I, yeah. I think it's best sometimes Gosh. just to flush, flush it away. <laughs> okay, so 27 years ago, we talked to you a little bit about food. So what's your thought about the dining scene on the North Shore? You're still living there, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. it still and, is. And, and, yeah, and yeah. still and eager. Um, I'll tell you what, just uh, lo local people and some of the work that I do as a cowboy, sometimes I run into, uh, um, you know, relationships with different restaurants and stuff. So I see what a, a deal it is. Plus, when I was a little boy growing up, my dad had four restaurants in Baton Rouge at one time, and I grew up in them. <laughs> Wait, really? Which, Where? What were they? Oh, they were like just your small, like, diner, Neyland's Fine Foods, Silver Dollar Cafe. But uh, for them at one time, I grew up working there and understood the business wow. and seen how it's changed and stuff so much. But uh, one thing my dad always impressed upon was to support local people and I think that's truer, you know, now more than it ever has oh, been. Yeah, um, you bet, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, Absolutely. like I said, I just, my heart goes out to a lot of uh, folks that have been, that's their dream. And you know how important when you have a dream is, and but you have to come against that. So we have to all pull together. And I appreciate that something Tom spoke about for years um, mm -hmm. before all this happened, but to support local people. And I think we'll have a just a better community if we all stick together, you know? People are really doing that. There's some serious money being spent in restaurants to keep them afloat right now. So thank heaven for that. All right, Cowboy Bob, call us again, please. We would love to hear we from will. you. Glad to yeah. hear y'all so much. I'll tell you what. Give I, us a yeehaw I'm, before you leave. All right. Y'all ready for a good one? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hope I don't scare my horse friend. He's looking at me like I'm kind of weird. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeehaw! Jude was so absolutely mesmerized by Cowboy Bob. He was. Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, we have been long-term, long-term friends with Cowboy Bob ever since that day, back in the day. All right, moving on. If you have not, uh, if you have not been aware 
of the show and just discovered it, give us a call. We'd love to know that more people are discovering it. I'm shocked at how many people still don't know about the move back to AM. Why not? We've got plenty of them. We hear from them all the time. And they are friendly and uh, ready to go, even if it's raining a little. By the way, how is it raining again? One good thing about this show, more than anything else, particularly right now, it is a dark period, I think. And it's wonderful to have a place to check out for a little while. Mm. Just um, check it out, you know? Anyway, uh, we I was saying that we have um, Nicole coming on. And then at 3.30 today, we have Lisa Blunt from Antoine's calling in to talk about Oysters Rockefeller. Yeah, it is in the world uh, hearing Antoine's and getting ready for it to be there all the time. Always I, good. I think they're still a little off, uh, but they might be uh, forcing today. Uh, so well, uh, She's um, calling in to talk about their Oysters Rockefeller Festival over the weekend. Because one of these days of the weekend is Oyster Rockefeller Day. I should go to your almanac and find out exactly which day it is, but it is coming up for sure. 5569696 is the number. If you want to talk to us, we are here just waiting to do that with you. There you are. Not a bad show. Nicholas Cage is in your almanac today, Tom, although I don't know why. Maybe it's his birthday or oh, yeah. I don't know. I have to look through and oh, see good for why him. it is. Do you remember Donna Rice? Uh, Donna Rice. It's been a long too. time since I've talked to him. <laughs> Uh, Nicholas Cage. Did you ever talk to him? Uh, no, N- Nicholas Cage. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, he somebody's lived here name. For a while, I actually I, had he has so many or had so many houses. Then all of a sudden they went away. Yeah. Your words to drink by today is about all we have time for before we go to the break. It's by Pappy Maverick in the TV show Maverick. Never cry over spilled milk. It could have been whiskey. And here it comes again. Yeah. After many and other I old cry, times. I would cry more over spilled milk than spilled whiskey because I don't, you know, drink. But I do drink way too much milk. Your deaf dining rule number seven forty four for today, Tom, is hot sausage. In fact, all really spicy foods are at their best when eating them brings you to the threshold of pain from pepper. Really. Mm-hmm. And there I, mean, I know there are people who feel that way, but I'm certainly not one of them. Could Where did be. I go recently? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We went to, um, on my birthday, we went to Carl's Fried Chicken. Uh, my wife, Marianne, is very <laughs> much in... Um, Enthusiastic uh, about it. Yeah, uh, it, it's, she thinks that this is, that outfit, the, the, the popcorn, no, excuse me, not popcorn, it's... The Carl's fried chicken. Spice chicken. This is supposed to be particularly in downtown New oh, Orleans. It's just one day a week. One. Mm-hmm. She one says day. that this is an incredibly good uh, place to get them. I was a little disappointed last time. And the reason I was disappointed was that it was in my, to my taste, into the pain threshold. And I feel that when food becomes painful to eat, mm-hmm. it is not good. Now, there are people who really are titillated by that, but I'm not one of them. And I thought Carl's was a little over the line spicy last time. All right, we're going to take a break. Five five six nine six nine six. We'll be right back. Parish Coffee is a small batch, handcrafted blend of carefully selected Central and South American beans, skillfully roasted to produce a coffee that is aromatic when you open the bag, robust when it's brewed, and very smooth and mellow when 
you drink it. This is a coffee that will take you through the day, a gourmet roast without the gourmet price. Pick up a bag where you shop or go to parishcoffee.com and see the full line. Parish Coffee. Hashtag wake up to parish. The New Orleans Ice Cream Company offers a true taste of New Orleans in every bite. This is ultra-premium ice cream whose flavors are inspired by everything we love to eat in New Orleans. Twelve specialty flavors like Café au lait and beignets, Bananas Foster, Creole Cream Cheese, Ponchatoula Strawberry, Coffee and Chicory, and Chocolate City. Remember that? Don't miss the Po' Boy Ice Cream Sandwich, New Orleans Ice Cream, at stores all around town. See all our products at NewOrleansIceCream.com. Keith Young Steakhouse on the North Shore in Madisonville is everything anyone thinks of when a steakhouse comes to mind. The environment is elegant and handsome. The service staff is knowledgeable, attentive, and friendly. And most important, the steaks are superb. The steakhouse sides are also great. Keith Young Steakhouse, 165 Highway 21, Madisonville, 985-845-9940. Night and day, you are the one. Is that Cole Porter, Tom? Night and day? I think it is. 556-9696 is the number. Today is, according to Tom, uh, hot sausage day. You like hot sausage. You always ask for hot sausage with beans, don't you? I, I don't know... Who's got a exactly. good hot sausage? It's called chorice, right? Is hot sausage mm-hmm. another name for uh, chorice? Or chorice is another name for hot sausage? Anyway, um, hot sausage day. Hot sausage, according to Tom, is also known locally as chorice, is most appreciated for its perfect compatibility with red beans and rice. Indeed, one of your fondest taste recollections is, Tom, listen up, okay? Because I'm going to try to drag you into a recollection. Martin's Poor Boy Restaurant in the early 70s, you used to go and get a 50-cent plate of red beans. Do you remember that? At Martin's Poor Boy Restaurant? They they, They cooked a fried pair of hot sausage patties on the flat top grill then transferred them with a metal spatula along with all the grease, there's no other word for it, that could come along for the ride and plopped it all atop the beans. That doesn't sound good, Tom. Well, you know, sometimes <laughs> these things verge oh, one upon another. You said you never had another. better than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These days, most hot sausage comes in large patties, either atop the beans or on a poor boy. Let's see. You've had a hot sausage sandwich several times this might be one of those things like um like uh, strip steak where you wax prophetic about something and then in reality you don't eat it when it gets there yeah like uh you were talking about a strip steak and always do in fact talk about a strip steak as being you know the thing if you're doing beef or steak, that's the steak to get. And then every time Tom gets it, he complains about it the entire time. Same thing I've noticed with hot sausage. The last hot sausage sandwich that I saw placed in front of Tom was at Rieger's on the Trace in Mandeville. It's a really cute little place. It's right next to the Trace where they have the um, outdoor concerts. And it's, it's, 
I'm trying to think of what was there before that because it's been a couple of things, none very interesting, which is why they didn't last. But this one, I think, is very appealing. It's a teeny tiny little place, very limited seating, more seating outside, but it's really good stuff. It's really good stuff. I, I want to say that, I want to say either one of the couple is from Canada and the other one from here. I kind of think, I kind of think it's the guy that's from here and the wife is from Canada, but they lived in Canada for a long time. Uh, for 12 years, they had a restaurant there and then they moved back here. So uh, it's a cute little place and they have this sandwich, which looks like a burger and the sausage patty is like a thick burger. And, uh, and so just to move things along a little bit, I ordered the hot sausage patty sandwich for Tom and he kept going, this burger is not, <laughs> he was complaining about the whole, the whole thing all the time, like it was a burger, but it was not a burger. It was just a thick sausage patty. I think the, um, I think the best hot sausage that I can think of currently is one of our sponsors, actually, which is why we asked them to be a sponsor. Double D has a great hot sausage. They have a regular, a mild, they have a jalapeno, and then they have the hot sausage. And I, I find it really, really good stuff. Tom, yes, do you remember that hot, so do you like <laughs> hot sausage patties or not? Because hot sausage. I love them. Okay. Well, the last time you had one, you, you didn't seem to really like it very much. And I don't think there was anything wrong with the hot sausage. I think you just were not registering it as hot sausage. Today is also National Tempura Day. Henry, the tempura on the um, fish and chips at uh, Axlot is pretty good, I got to say. Ooh, I'm not going to keep bugging Henry about coming to have fish and chips, but... Just wanna, just wanna tell you, it is actually a really good tempura. I'm not a tempura batter fan. Well, you can spend a lot of money and a lot of yeah. time looking at that. And you know, I, you used to see a lot more tempura than you're yeah. seeing now. It was kind of like a phase, um, like everything goes in phases except the things that remain classics, which is why the things that remain classics are better. But um, I don't see as much hip stuff cooked in tempura as I used to hmm. even if even a few years ago I I uh I think that's sort of slacking off a little bit as the panko breadcrumb phase is winding down a bit too you still see them but I don't, I don't think as much as you used to so tempura what happy we get uh, everything you wanted to say uh -huh. I need to talk to you oh okay well, do we need to take a break, or can you wait five minutes for a break? Oh, no, whatever you want. Okay, whatever we, so we're gonna, we'll go ahead and, and keep talking until the bottom of the hour break, and then we'll take a break, and you and I can talk. The Edible Dictionary word of the word of the day today, brought to you by Dorignex, which is one of the top 20 regional supermarkets of all time, according to Food & Wine Magazine. And one really well good op operation. Yes, well-deserved. Yeah, any of the things that are in their shelves, uh, you can count on them as being there. Eclectic and Nolens, for sure. Well-deserved. The Edible Dictionary word today is St. Louis Ribs. 
St. Louis ribs. Mm -hmm. It's a style of preparing barbecued spare ribs. The ribs come from the lower part of the pig, usually from just past the breastbone. The rack has about a dozen ribs with large bones, but a good deal of meat. They're cooked in a closed smoke pit at 225 to 250 degrees until fully cooked and crusty. The next step is distinctive. St. Louis ribs, after coming off the pit, are often put into a pan full of barbecue sauce and simmered in it for a half hour or so. This makes the ribs very tender with the meat beginning to fall off the bone. The term is also used in some barbecue places as nearly synonymous with conventional barbecue spare ribs without the simmering. Do you like baby back? Love it. Or do you like St. Louis red better? I, I've never been a med, uh, a med, uh, a fan of the St. Louis? Louis kind. Yeah. yeah. I passed through there. Uh, as a matter of fact, I pushed out and ended a, a, a long trip I'm having on, or had on my bicycle. I did mm -hmm. long since gone. Mm -hmm. I bicycled from, New, well, New you Orleans to Chicago. You bicycled everywhere at some point, didn't you? New Orleans, from New Orleans to uh, Chicago. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, and I failed the uh, Chicago end of it because I wasn't quite enough to hold up and and then st louis came in and took over <laughs> wait a second wait a second so if you bicycle to chicago yeah and failed there did that mean that you walked the bike the rest of the way no yeah. no the whole no. thing i really did there's a lot of hills up there right was that it's the problem that's the worst part yeah the, the, but uh, you were in good shape weren't you well i was back then yeah but the uh the, back then in st louis that was the big problem. They're extremely yeah. high yeah. and low. Uh, mm -hmm. Every one that came in. The the other ways, I just had a you know I I crank until I was out of it, uh -huh. and then I stopped and then I went to see somebody and Didn't... talked with them and uh, and then I talked off the next morning and I took about four uh, times to go. From from you you why four keep, days uh, or four weeks? It's, I keep calling it a, a word I'd never use. It's Saint Luda. Saint Louis. Saint yeah. Louis. Yeah. yeah. Saint mm -hmm. Louis. Mm -hmm. And uh, the people whose houses were along the way, they would always say yes. Never had a no Wait, from anyone. Say any yes other. to what? Uh, people on that long trip, I would see them if they had an outdoor kind of. Uh, what what were you asking them for? Nothing hardly, you know, oh. some things because I, I was taking a long yeah sure and and I had to do a lot a of goods for that. Uh, I didn't mean to come in and talk about that because the only reason well, I, I did bring it, what's what St. Louis the there was a lot of uh, 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 there, but BBQ is what I'm, uh huh uh huh and uh, anyway I haven't brought that up here at any other time for a long time except for. Uh, it's Guys the who think, wow, word of the word of mm. today. Okay, so back wow. to the original question. There are in the barbecue ribs world, there are um, baby back ribs, which have very little meat, and then the St. Louis ribs, which sort of came into popularity because they had more meat, right? Mm-hmm. But you like the baby back better. I definitely uh, use. The better the small uh, ones 
Yeah, you're either in one camp or the other. There's a, you know, barbecue places either use one or the other usually, and uh, which is sort of a stupid thing to say. Of course, that's exactly the way it is. But um, I don't really know which one I prefer. Well, if you ever do it more than a bunch of them, then you learn you learn them pretty quickly. They, I'm seeing more St. Louis ribs now than baby back ribs. It seems yeah. to me that baby back ribs have sort of fallen out of favor in the barbecue restaurant world, and St. Louis ribs has taken over as the preferred rib. Am I wrong about that? Who whoever eats barbecue out there like we do because we eat a lot of barbecue. And yeah, I seem to always see barbecue the St. Louis all ribs. everywhere you go. You yeah. find barbecue. Well, I mean, it's kind of primal if you think about it. Roasting meats over fire is is primal. I mean, that's the word for it. That's what we like about it. You know, the Marys are are carnivores. <laughs> Not really all that much, though. She is much more than I am. Who? Our daughter is more of a carnivore oh. than I am. I well, would say. we've known one another for a long time. But I do, I do like uh, barbecue ribs. And, you know, I, I was thinking about getting some yesterday at Pyre. Pyre, we were there too. Yeah, we were there yesterday. And I was thinking about getting some yesterday. But because the last time I was there, I had the Cantonese ribs, which were St. Louis ribs. And they had sort of a Cantonese glaze and some chopped peanuts on it. It was really good. And I, uh, it but, is. Then, but I wanted to try something else because that's really interesting stuff that they have there. And interesting good. And I wanted to sort of explore some more about the menu, so I didn't. But that's a place that has St. Louis ribs. Also, the ribs at Zia are St. Louis. And just about everyone I, at place I can think of, they're serving St. Louis ribs. They're meatier. That's what it is. You know, you, you want to sink your teeth into something. You don't like ribs that fall off the bone, do you, Tom? If you can avoid it, yeah. Yeah, you don't like it. You, you've always said you want a little, you want to wrestle Man. a little bit with your teeth that with ribs. That wasn't me, that was somebody else. But I do, I do like ribs that fall off the bone, I think. Uh, yeah. All right, yeah. we are going to take a break, and we yeah. will be right back after the bottom of the hour news time from the Louisiana Radio Network. Stay with us, please. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. The first week of the vaccine rollout for those 70 and older has frustrated many seeking to be vaccinated when only 107 pharmacies in 52 parishes receive doses. But there will be some doses available for this priority group next week uh, in all 64 parishes. Governor Edwards says the additional parishes might not be pharmacies with the vaccine, but clinics and or a hospital. State Health Officer Dr. Joe Cantor says many providers ask that their doses be held back this first week to avoid spoiling and wanted to take smaller allotments at first when they were still learning how to handle the vaccine. LDH says they will post a list of locations to be supplied with the vaccine next week, no later than Monday at covidvaccine.la.gov. I'm Brooke Thorrington. The state health department reported today that 81,000 doses of the COVID vaccine have been administered, an increase of 25,000 since the last update on Tuesday. Also, 7,000 healthcare workers have received the two doses needed for full vaccine effectiveness, LRN. Tiger Rag. Can everyone hear me okay? Can everyone listen up? We don't want anyone to panic, okay? But there has been a COVID exposure here at the school. But that's not getting in the way of your 2019 National Championship Tigers. Football season is fast. Tiger Rag. Hungry for LSU sports news? I am starving. I just worked up a man-sized appetite. Tiger Rag Magazine is ready to serve. Here we go. Awesome. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag is the Bible of LSU sports. All right, huddle up. Bring it in. Tiger Rag Magazine. Football, basketball, baseball, gymnastics, 
much more. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag editor Ron Higgins and Tiger Rag assistant editor William Weathers cover all things LSU sports and interview some of the best guests in the biz. I think we are on estimating. Celebrating your 2019 National Championship Tigers. Tiger Rag magazine on newsstands and online at TigerRag.com. Tiger Rag. AOS Interior Environments are the largest design assist furniture, fixtures, and equipment contractor in Louisiana and Mississippi. AOS Interior Environments believe they can't succeed if those around them falter, and that's why they've partnered with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. The best part is you can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge January 8th, Leo Nocentelli. January 15th, School of Rock. And January 22nd, Glenn David Andrews. For more info on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, go to fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com. AOS Interior Environments, where good design is good business. Find them on the web at ThinkAOS.com. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are seldom what they seem. Oh, so very, very true. That is so, so true. Tom, today in 1896, Fanny Farmer published her first cookbook. It was originally entitled The Boston Cooking School Cookbook. But with millions of copies in print, it's now known as the Fanny Farmer Cookbook. It became famous because it was the first book to specify exact quantities for all ingredients. It was much welcomed by people who'd never cooked before. In 1896, who had never cooked before? My. I mean... Think about that. Like now, I'd rather not. Now nobody cooks. I mean, I'm not saying nobody cooks. Fortunately, there are still a lot of people who like to cook. But it was in 1896, absolutely assumed that any woman would have known how to cook by watching her mother, and then in her own family would show her daughter how to cook. It's kind of like the old apprentice thing. You know, before everybody had to go to college, people learned trades by apprenticing, which is, in my opinion, you know, a much better way to do it anyway. But um, I can't imagine anyone not knowing how to cook back in that era of time. Seems it seems odd, but anyway, do you do you have a Fanny Farmer cookbook here, Tom? Do we have a, a Fanny a Fanny Fanny Farmer cookbook? You do know, we have any? I the the book is I remember it, but I've, I don't think I've ever had one. What's the name of it? The the Fanny Farmer cookbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people I'm, tell me just, that it's. Can you imagine uh, what sort of royal? Well, no, actually, it'd be out of print and not not subject to royalties at this point, but. There's probably, I would say, some money made off of that, although maybe not back in that day, you know? I don't know. Anyway, does anyone have a copy of the Fanny Farmer cookbook? Because I would like to hmm. know what it looks like. Maybe I'll look it up and see. Have you seen this little book here uh, on the front? What little book? It says Lofton uh, Long Before. Uh, wait a second. Uh, I'm oyster it up Grilling. Right now. 
Oysters yeah, it's, Grill. It's Allie. You know our friend Allie? Allie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah our yeah. friend Allie. Yeah, I think that might be before that, but she's a, a real a happy kind of person. Yes, she is. She definitely yeah. is. Well, I don't know who Peter Poston is. Maybe it's a descendant, or maybe the family of Peter Poston bought the rights or something. But no, I would think, though, that, I don't know, I'm kind of curious about that. There's a lot of people, okay, so obviously there are people who have taken the Fanny Farmer cookbook and redone it and made it their own. I mean, not their own, but yeah, maybe their own. I don't know. I have to look that up when I have more time and I'm not on the air. 5569696 is the number if you want to talk to us. We want to talk to you about food. That's all we do. Well, what do that's you know? All we've, that's all Tom's been doing for almost 33 years. That's a long time, Tom. Make that 37. This, this is the feast day of saint Emilion of Sojourn, France, a small town north of Bordeaux. <coughs> Why don't you start doing the saints, Tom? Every day in your almanac, you have a section called the saints, and I'm kind of curious about that. Why is that? About the who? Saints. Saints. Yeah, as in hmm. Saint um, Joan of Arc, Saint yeah. uh, Ignatius Loyola. You always have something about the saints, mm -hmm. <coughs> and you know you don't know why that is that you did that. No. He was a Benedictine monk who spent a time as a hermit in the eighth century. Hmm. You like your you like your hermits and your monks too. I've noticed that. The winemaking commune of St. Emilion, whose wine is predominantly made with Merlot grapes, is named for him. Henry, I've got to, I've got, you got to throw a commercial in. I've got a little tickle in my throat. I gotta, I gotta fix it. Okay, five five six nine six nine six. We'll be right back. Have you ever eaten something new and wondered where it had been all your life? We thought that about Double D Sausage after having it at a friend's house. But restaurants all over town serve it in their gumbo, red beans, and jambalaya. It's made right in Bogalusa, and the company is in its third generation. Double D Sausage is a light smoke, pure pork sausage with notes of sage and other spices. Try the regular mild and hot and new flavors like the Cajun variety and jalapeno and cheddar. Double D Sausage in stores all over town. One of my favorite places to be in every holiday season is Antoine's. I love the decorations, the traditions, and the food. Go to Open Table and make a reservation for the Antoine's traditional four-course Revion menu featuring local favorites like duck and andouille gumbo, seafood courbillon, and a holiday meringue glacé. $54 plus tax and tip, plus $35 for wine pairings. Antoine, 713 St. Louis Street. Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils, Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. You make me feel so young. Okie dokie. Sometimes I feel old. <laughs> I know the feeling. <clears throat> I don't like that at all. I'm in my 70s. Oh, you know, I think that is I, yeah, 70s. that's okay. Words to eat by today. 
uh, Alan Patrick Hebert, the British author in the early 1900s. He probably pronounced his name Herbert. A highbrow is the kind of person who looks at a sausage and thinks of Picasso. Now, why in the world would that be? Well, people have lots of different ideas of different eye things, and then they come along and, and you get a new world, which is probably, I don't know what you like. I think you do like new works, but I do too. I know for sure. If you come up with something that turns me on, I uh, get into it. Yep, for and sure. That doesn't mean it's good. It doesn't mean it's terrible either. Uh-huh. But uh, I, I'm intrigued by it. And I, again, I tell you, I think you are one of those people that does have a sense of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the food show. Your famous icons of eating. I've not seen <clears throat> this in your almanac before. Maybe I wasn't paying attention to it, but the Tower of Pisa. Pisa. Mm-hmm. Pisa. Whose image appears in more Italian restaurants than any other was closed to the public today in 1990. We did. There was a pot, uh, put down of the Pazina. I'm really glad that they finished their work hmm. before we got there. Its famous tile, a tilt had gone a little too far. And for the next 11 years, it was shored up and stabilized. It's back open now. As many times as you've seen pictures of the Campanile, its real name, seeing it in real life will stop you in your tracks. That would so, be do enough to do it. Not, I don't a lot know of work, how but uh, old that yeah. building is. Mm-hmm. But um, we took. Remember, we the kids and I walked up to the top and left you sitting at the curb. Tom doesn't ever want to do these things, which is why we leave him. Okay, so for people who are thinking we're just mean, Tom doesn't want to do these things. So we left him sitting at the curb, and we took the hundreds of steps to go up to the top. And the the marble is so old and so worn, it's very slippery. So when you get to the top... You're slipping all over the place, and I embarrassed my children by sort of crawling at the top because it was really kind of scary. It was really, really slippery. They didn't do anything to fix that, I guess. But I'm glad that they fixed that before we got there for the first time. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Do you don't have anything else in there that I wanted to talk about? I don't know. It's your... been uh, we're get, queaking our way towards the radio radio. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know why Jackie Onassis is in here, but she is for some reason. You know, sometimes I just, it's like you go through a a quick scan, but you don't know why something. And I I seriously do not have any idea why she's, why she's in here. Anyway, 5569696 is the number. If you want to talk to us, we are here to do that with you. That's all we do. That's all Tom's been and, for a very long time. And don't have a second thought, but, oh, gosh, I want to talk to these people, but they must be busy. Heck, we're busy all of the time and would welcome your comments. Or now, what if they say, what? I don't really want to talk to those people? Where the who is say Which what? Which is apparent because not a lot of callers get Well, that could be. We, so do you think there are people out there who are saying, why in the world would I want to talk to those people? Do you think there are people saying that? You never can that? tell. I think I there, I think there might be. Yeah. It all changes constantly, it seems to me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So maybe it's because we're doing a food show and we had leftovers again last night. I'm determined to go through all of the leftovers in this house from Christmas, and it's going to take a while. Does anyone know if you can freeze cream? 
Freeze cream, yeah. Freezing cream. Tom, can you take like a carton of cream? Beat it as that is, No, no, no. I'm not talking about whipped cream. Whipped I'm cream. I'm talking about cream before it has been whipped, as in heavy whipping cream. Can okay. I take just the carton mm -hmm. and freeze it until I'm ready to use it? I have an absurd amount of cream here which keeps calling to me to make chocolate mousse and other naughty things. And otherwise, I should just freeze it. This is uh, what always worked for me. And uh, you just sit down there and, and whipping it mm. at the same pace that you were doing it downstairs or to the side of you. I know uh, there was a French chef, famous French chef, and I bumped into him. Actually, he came on the show and, he, and we were talking about these things. Uh, so it's it's one of those things that sounds like it's going to be really hard to do, but in fact, it's almost nothing to do. So you can just get up in there and just start beating. Okay, and when it's done, you got you it. You can freeze heavy whipping cream. <clears throat> hmm? Yes, you can freeze it three different ways. The whipped cream should be well. No, no I don't mean I don't mean whipped cream already. Uh -huh. I mean that it should that it's not. Yeah. It's not, um, I want to do it right in the carton, just right mm -hmm. in the carton. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to see if I can just do that because I wonder if, can you freeze heavy whipping cream for later use? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's not anywhere as near as a challenge as it is. Okay. So I can do that and that is what I'm going to do because otherwise I'm going to be, um, I'm going to hit the heaviest I've ever been in my entire life if I keep eating that whipped cream. It's not, I mean, I'm just not like sitting in front of a bowl of whipped cream, but whipped cream is a great partner of chocolate mousse. Could happen. Yeah, and so, um, and so it also is used for a lot of other things, none of which are not fattening. So we definitely got, I definitely got carried away with uh, a lot of extra whipped cream or whipping cream for Christmas and um, and it just cannot go into it, it cannot all go into chocolate mousse that is just untenable so I have to freeze it and, and I'm glad to know that I can do that five five six nine six nine six is the number if you want to talk to us please give us a call we would yeah. love to talk to you we have Nicole Dorignac coming up at three o'clock my sister will not be on with us she's got her for some reason, my sister has a hand therapy appointment oh, no. hmm. every Thursday at the same time, which precludes her from joining us on the show like she used to. But, oh well. Your old kitchen sage says, Tom, that a uh, <clears throat> short maker of sausage with red pepper is someone that you knew. I don't know what a short maker of sausage is. We have plenty of sausages around. We always have a lot of yeah. sausage. And I love sausage. Another thing some... I shouldn't be eating that much of. It's processed very... It's funny, on all diets where you focus on health rather than weight loss, one of the big things that they tell you not to do is eat processed meats, which is too bad because I love processed meats. It might be my favorite kind of meat. Mm. Uh, you knew an, a short maker of sausage with red pepper. He'd pack them in a cold box and then would schlep it to a sandwich shop Mondays in lieu of a bill. 
I'm going to read this exactly as you wrote it because it's a little strange. I knew a short maker of sausage with red pepper. He'd pack them in a cold box and then he would schlep her to a sandwich shop Mondays where in lieu of a bill, he'd accept as his payment his appetite's fill of red beans and white beans and really hot chili filled with his product. But even so still... He kept the circle unbroken until he retired, not rich, but quite famous from the patties he'd fired. <laughs> I'm glad That's I doable. didn't keep reading that in a more dignified way. I'm, I'm glad I finally just got on down with it because now I understand the way it's written. Where do you find this stuff, Tom? Where do you find it is my question. What stuff? There's a, there's a thing here about hot Greek sausage. What is a Greek sausage? A Greek sausage is something that you don't see too, too much often. It's, uh, it seems to have a completely different in the whole... Flavor profile? It, it, around New Orleans? No. No. Uh-uh. I'm just you, talking about Greek sausage in general. Actually, what is that? There, there is a, you know, I'm pushing out of my head, and let's see if I can squirt it out. There is a, <laughs> uh, a Greek and modern, and modern uh, what I mean by that, of the Greek restaurants that you, you know, there is such a thing as a Greek sorgen, or a, a sorgen who, uh, less the sorgen as it is uh, a, uh, a Greek Comes up um, what with are you saying? what kings uh, can show up and get started with it, and uh, there there's one that is comes from um, almost uh, the you see it at the jazz festival every year. Is the, it Lucanico? Lucanico, you got it. Uh huh. What Good. is what is that made of? It's a lot of herbs, easy on uh, spicy. It doesn't really get a lot of that. And then the unusual uh, meats and sausages that come by. It's a very, very good place. Their m- uh, main item in the middle of it is one. Uh, oh, here we go again. I'm just Tom. Been ten, doing this too long. It's but ancient. Lucanico. It is ancient. It yeah. is exactly uh-huh. right. I, I'm sure we're talking about the same but outfit. So uh, that's where I think it is. Yeah, it's uh, it's an ancient sausage. And it, um, I guess it's made with, you know, lamb and, and Greek and, I'm not Greek, but lamb. It's a Greek country sausage. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it has lots of variation depending on the region. Dates back to classical times. The only constants uh, are things like pork, garlic, and citrus peel. Fennel is common as are cinnamon and leeks. Mm-hmm. That must be an unusual tasting thing. It really is. It really is. It used to come from La Provence, the restaurant on the northern uh, Union, uh, not the Union. The What's the... All of those people, all of those, those um, country sausages in that part of the world... Like the Middle Eastern, I mean, Greek is not Middle Eastern, but, you know, it's neighboring. They use a lot of, like, cinnamon. Um, They use sometimes fruits and things that you don't really expect to go together, but they definitely do go together for them. Uh Yeah. Luke, 
what's it called again? Luconicus? Luconicus. Luconicus. That, that's it. I, I just haven't thought about it in a while. Luconico. Uh, or it's, yeah. it's something. It might be, it's probably the same word, just twisted. Yeah, pork uh, that's and lamb. Very fan in that. Uh, pork and area. lamb. Um, uh huh. Sometimes venison. Wild boar. It sounds exotic. Uh huh. Sounds interesting for sure. You, you got they it. serve that at the Greek festival, like it's just grilled. Like the jazz festival. No, uh, not jazz. Uh, the not Greek the, festival. the the. Uh, well, no, there's the one I'm trying to think of now that literally is on the northern. The Greek festival. I don't Are you talking about that, the one that's in May? No, this one is right underneath the, come on in now, you know, we, it's the, um, it's one of the, uh, one of those. You have fennel seed in it too. Something like that. I've been there, it's, there's so much going on down there that you can. It's I'll, fennel seed also and other seeds uh, smoked over aromatic woods. That actually sounds really good. Yeah. All those sausages over there. It is there. to me anyway. It's often served as a meza, which is a plate of nibbles, mm -hmm. which is really, really good. Yeah. Well, you know oh, what? sometimes with saganaki. With all those uh, last moments. Uh, I love saganaki. What? Paganaki? No, not paganaki. Saganaki. No. Saganaki. Which is the flamed cheese. Your father. That's what it's always. No. So, no, that's what father. it means. Uh, I, oh, is that what it means? Yeah. Really? Um, there's a place over on the North Shore that serves Saganaki, and I've been meaning to go back there and try it. It's called Duman Artisan Kitchen, and the yep. owner is Turkish. Mm -hmm. But the only time I've ever had Saganaki was at Disney World, oddly enough. Could be. On the boardwalk where Kat Cora, who's from Mississippi, but is Greek, had a restaurant. I don't know whatever happened to all of her restaurants. I don't know if she has any restaurants anymore, but I know that a lot of them closed. I know that one in particular closed, but um, Saganaki <clears throat> was on that menu and it was really great. And I want to go back and try that mm. uh, someplace else, like at the, the Dumont Artisan Kitchen. I want to try it there. Mm. Well, well. But it's good. <clears throat> it's good. Um, I'm, I'm not a big fan of thick, thick cheeses, like thick grilled cheese, like it's a slab of cheese. I like cheese kind of grated, but <clears throat> but I would like to uh, I would like to try that. Mm -hmm. uh, look, look, what is it again? Lanacon. Wait, I forget that. Luconico. Luconico. Yeah, L U C A N O. No. Yeah. We, I, and that it, it just hit me now. That is a jazz festival item. I can't imagine they, that, Tom. And they've been doing it for a long time. And not far from there, there's a bunch of guys who are the, the dads involved. Uh, they We're talking about Jazz Fest. Jazz Festival. And they're always <laughs> trying to get their money in a point that makes it look really exotic. And yet at the same time, <laughs> and they do, and it's a great product. Yeah. But again, I tell you, if you're interested God, in all really, of this, the, go to the Jazz Festival. That's, well, you can't go to the Jazz Festival. I know, it's No one over. could go last year. Yeah. And I'm sure they probably aren't going to go this go. year. And I wonder how those people are going to do who depend on the Jazz Fest. I mean, you make a lot of money in those two weekends at the Jazz Fest. The uh, Lukanico is related to Lukanka, which yeah. is a Bulgarian sausage. Right. We used to have <clears throat> a chef uh, who's himself and his two or three. I've sorry, sometimes that he does with, with three brothers. 
and so uh, I'll never remember them all, but there were four uh, the originally. Batoons, the Batoons. Are you talking the about the Batoons? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you what got them. Well, they they passed. Uh, yeah, they all did. I but think, about, yeah, they're all gone now. Yeah, what do they have to do with Luconico? I don't, I haven't bumped into them in, in ages. Yeah, because they passed away. But what? why are you thinking of the Batoons? About who? Of the Batoons, any of the Batoons. Well, why I'm are you thinking of them? I'm just mentioning it because it's right in front of me on this <clears throat> little box. <clears throat> well. What, what is, the, what, what is about the Batoons? Laconico. The fried parsley. Greek, Greek, uh, the fried parsley sausages. is all I think about when I think of the Batoons. You used to like their restaurants a lot, didn't you? Loved it, and it was really original and crazy, and 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 they were delicious. Yeah, you, they, you were the huge food fans. They, put up, they were always in you possession were huge of fan. some terrific things. A great fan. My favorite one, and the one that everybody liked, <clears throat> were the fried <clears throat> flesh. The parsley. Parsley. Yeah. Now, did they did they just drop it. the parsley in hot oil, hot or water, like like you're or doing did they form. batter it? Did they batter it, or was it just no, they dropped? They coated it with a brown, you know, the usual. So there was a coating on it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It was very light. It wasn't, uh, you know, heavy. That's really interesting. <clears throat> I've never had it. And the, the I've always wondered about it, though. I wonder why nobody started doing it after they did it. Why they're on the wrong side of the street? Well, you know, I think that. In the 80s, which is kind of when they were doing... 80s or 90s, which is when they were doing their thing. 90s. I remember Ooh. them in the 90s. Who? The Batoon Brothers. Uh, they did it in uh, this one, this one, this one. It. I don't think I've ever seen more than one at one time. That wasn't the height of the contemporary Creole scene, though. It was kind of later than that. And I would have thought that that would have maybe carried over because it was a really big deal at the time. The fried parsley was kind of a phenom at the time. And I would have thought that somebody would have kept it going. But nobody did, which is kind of weird. Yeah, it was... uh, People died right and left. Did it come in... People die right and left all the time, particularly now, I think. Were they, did it come in like a basket? And was that something that they gave you on the table when you sat down? Uh, yeah, it was the... It was the uh, pers- uh, uh, not the amuse-bouche. Yeah, was it, did it come like bread? Did it come like in a basket, like a yeah, bread was, thing? Yeah, a little basket, uh-huh. but, but this big. Uh-huh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah, huh. Yeah, it was a, everybody loved it, including me. Yeah. Well, I know you talked about it a lot, and I, I know that other well, people talked about it too. It. They would just find it. So, well, let's let's. Does anybody it. remember fried parsley? Did anybody else have fried parsley? Because this was this was in the time when I was hanging out at home with little kids. I didn't really I didn't really hang out with you in the restaurants. So well, I don't I don't think I, I don't think I ever. <laughs> I know my humans and my. I don't really think. I don't really think that I ever did actually try this fried parsley. I only heard about it as sort of a mythical thing. But had anybody anybody else had fried parsley from the Batoon Brothers anywhere? No, I think be, it was big. I know it was be, big. It would, uh, I'd be surprised. And I, I, I would have thought that somebody would have kept the tradition alive, but nobody did, which is kind of odd. Anyway, we have in this next hour, we have Nicole Dorignac who is going to come on, and the first thing I'm going to ask her is to pronounce the words N-E-W-O-R-L-E-A-N-S because everyone is charmed by Nicole's yattiness, and she loves that. And so we're going to have her talk some Nolan stuff with us, including how you say the words. 
And after that, we have uh, Lisa Blunt, who is going to be on with us to talk about the weekend anniversary, the anniversary that falls on a weekend, this weekend, of um, Oysters Rockefeller Day. And there's lots of fun, because they're fun over there, and uh, there's lots of fun happening um, with their Oyster Rockefeller specials. We will be back. Top of the hour news time coming up right now on WGSO. Join me, Mitch Gibbs, every Monday and Wednesday live at noon for New Orleans Today on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. To invoke the 25th Amendment and immediately remove President Trump from office following the riots at the U.S. Capitol. Pelosi joining a growing number of lawmakers in demanding the end to Trump's presidency, including Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer. South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham says this violence has to stop. But we haven't been protesting lately. We've been burning down cities. We've been attacking federal courthouses. We've been looting in the name of social justice. And now we've occupied the Capitol. This needs to stop. To my Democratic colleagues, I share your disgust and embarrassment and determination to make sure that what happened in our Capitol never happens again. But you need to speak up when this happens in other places. USA Radio News. Extendivite 7 Herb Formulation is approved to help maintain cardiovascular health and help lower blood lipid levels in adults. Extendivite is made from hawthorn, garlic, valerian, cayenne, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, and milk thistle. The herbs at Extendivite have been chosen for their ability to help with overall health. Many people have reported improved energy and stamina in just a few months. If you think you could feel just a little bit better, then Extendivite may just be for you. Extendivite is an all-natural supplement. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. President-elect Joe Biden is unveiling his pick for Attorney General. I nominate a man of impeccable integrity, Judge Merrick Garland. Garland is a veteran federal appeals court judge in Washington, D.C. Biden, speaking in Delaware, says Garland will restore honor, integrity, and independence to the Justice Department. He will now bring, as Attorney General of the United States, not as a personal attorney to the president, but as the people's lawyer. He'll restore trust in the rule of law. The coronavirus vaccine rollout continues across the nation. Over 20 million doses of the vaccine have been sent to all 50 states and U.S. territories. Dr. Rose Kumar is a doctor in Wisconsin. She tells ABC News the rollout has been less than stellar in her state. I don't think that the rollout really uh, took us into consideration. I have tried contacting my governor and senator. I basically gave up. USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here are some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. 
Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. Going a little bit more in depth on one of our top stories of the day, how will historians view what happened yesterday at the Capitol? Mark Updergrove is a presidential historian. He tells ABC News. Well, I think that uh, the, the Senate Majority Leader said it right. This will be a day, as Franklin Roosevelt said about Pearl Harbor, that will live in infamy. You remember uh, December 7th, 1941, for that tragic bombing that, that uh, brought us into World War II. We think about November 22nd, 1941. Cloudiness tonight, somewhat lighter on the winds, and clouds for the morning tomorrow decrease throughout the day. It'll become mostly sunny. Early morning tomorrow will be somewhere around lower 40s or upper 30s. Tomorrow afternoon gets back to a high of close to 50 or stays into the upper 40s. Tomorrow night, clear skies, colder, light freezes to anywhere to upper 30s. Same for Sunday morning, Saturday, Sunday afternoon, sunny skies. The afternoon highs each day about the lower 50s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. A My Social Security account allows you to access your earnings history and benefits information, request a replacement Social Security card, get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Miss Mom, because Mom is 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 a guy. It's a are you mom. rhyming, Tom, just I, for fun or something? No, yeah. I put a cat underneath there. No, oh. I didn't on purpose. It's <laughs> it's. Uh, he just oh. means under the counter, folks. Be don't uh, don't yeah. worry. All right, uh, it's a food show. It's the food show. Yeah. And here we are with our third out of fourth. Nope, uh, two second two. hour. We have a caller before we get to Nicole, who oh, wants yeah. to say something about fried parsley. Well, let's, let's go and see. Let's, Hello. Oh, this is Sam from Mississippi, hey. and I remember that yeah. uh, Christian's restaurant used to sell fried parsley. It was a side Chris. Dish. Who's Chris? Yeah. Christian. Oh. In the old church. Okay. Well, now, Christian's was probably there. Who, what came first, Tom, the Batoon brothers or Christian's? So who copied from who? I'm not sure that we're talking about the Christian place. Uh, well, uh, who were you what talking? year was that? Yeah. Uh, this is in the 80s, uh, maybe in the okay. 90s. Okay. I don't remember exactly, but uh, <laughs> in the old church. I can tell you. In the old uh, church, um, Chris Ansel's place. Mm -hmm. uh, well, that was a wonderful resonant uh, shape. Great some, restaurant, yeah. So, uh, that was a, in its best one of the most interesting restaurants there, and uh, we went there very often. Had actions with the old, um, uh, it, it was with... Uh, Did you go a lot? Yeah. You went, much. I know. Did he it, go a lot? I'm not from New Orleans, but I'd go a lot. Yes, when I would be visiting, I would. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought it was an odd restaurant. It was. I was not a huge fan just because I thought it was a little weird. The, yeah. the food well, was good. But people but loved it. I know. My, I know. my and, sister uh, and I took my mother, and she was on up in age. She was in her 90s. 
and she wasn't having a good day that we took her, and she didn't like it at all. But uh, and gave the waiter a hard time, I think. But uh, and we embarrassed <laughs> us. But uh, it was a good. I, I enjoyed the restaurant. What did she not like about it? The environment or the food? Uh, she didn't like the food. The she, uh, they didn't prepare oysters the way she was used to, which was just oh, a fried very, oyster. Very interesting uh-huh. place. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. And then they went on, and uh, they were the chef at uh, the guys with the planes. This, this was a hundred-year-old... Uh, the church? The church. And it's then, so different now. Very different, <laughs> to, to put it mildly. <laughs> Do you know what happened to it? Are you aware of what happened to it's Christians? Somebody no, bought the bold no, no, thing. Okay. So after Christians, it became, um, gosh, I'm trying to think of, of the name. It's not, I want to say revolution. My mind's going to revolution. I think, it's, not, I think it begins with an R. I can remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. My, it's, it's a good friend of mine, too. It's like I'm drawing a complete blank. It's not revolution. It's not rebirth. No. It's, um, no, it's, it it's along that line, though. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to text my friend right friend now and yes. ask her. <laughs> Please y'all. tell me the name of your restaurant. But, but anyway, are you, is he leaving? Did he leave? Uh, well, I was. Okay. I, I was. I thought okay. Nicole was waiting yeah. to come no. on. I, I'd hate to she is coming on, but, but just a second. So she, uh, it, it's now a place called Vessel, yeah. which is ultra hip, oh, all young people, it was so <clears throat> and a very unusual way to eat. And your mother would be horrified by <laughs> it now. <laughs> I'm sure she would. Yeah. All right. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for dropping Bye. in. Thanks for calling. Appreciate the call. Oh my gosh! Um, that was a, the Christmas. redemption. Redemption. Oh. Redemption. Thank you. Gosh, That's it's very like good. it's like you keep you trying to it. bring it up like a, a a deep sea fish. Oh my gosh! Ah, oh, that was horrifying. Because it's a good friend of mine who owned it too. Is Nicole on the line? Yes. Is she there yet? Yep, oh, hey, here. hey. Uh, she probably could have helped us. <laughs> well, yes. I was just okay. Quiet. Let y'all do your thing. <laughs> okay. Now. I want you to say the following two words, N-E-W-O-R-L-E-A-N-S. <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh, that's so disappointing. I thought it was no, be much I don't here. really say New Orleans, though. I uh-huh. say New Orleans. Okay. When, I, when people ask okay. me where I'm from, I say I'm from New Orleans. It's the okay. subtle things that I, you know what I'm saying? It's when I get going that it comes out. <laughs> oh, it comes out? Oh, we'll try to get you going. I guess. I guess we'll try to get you going. Get going. Yeah. When I get on a we're, roll. We're, gonna, we're moving you from the goddess to the yet. No, slow I don't transition. Know. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, so tell us, uh, you got some news for us this week? Well, let's see. I do. I have uh, the supply chain headlines of the week are kitchen bouquet is still on allocation, evaporated milk. I know we talked about that last week, I think two weeks ago. Do you sell a lot of of evaporated milk? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We sell a lot of that. I mean, because people would use that. Do you ever use that yourself? Well, the first time I use it in a long time is in uh, the crab meat St. Francis. It's one of the ingredients uh, that. Uh-huh, so, but yeah. people use it all during, um, you know, for cooking for different bacon and all. Like it's a pretty, and pe- I, I think older people don't they sometimes use it in their coffee and all. I know my my nanny always have it. 
around. Yeah. So, do, um, do, now, would you say that you sell as much of it as you used to, or would you say um, it's the the incidence of probably selling, more. like the really? Well, huh. I think more because that goes in with. I'd have to actually get some numbers pulled on that, but it goes with all the people cooking at home and more home baking. And I mean, some things I was looking at today, it kind of just shows like everything we've been talking about about people cooking at home and doing more home cooking, creating the problems, but it's creating positive things too. Cause kids, you know, so yeah, yeah it's the volume, more people cooking huh. at home. So of course we're selling more, like it's kind of across the board. But one of the things I oh, saw, right? huh? That makes sense. One of the things I was reading about today, it was saying how, um, I'm all like disorganized, but the pan like the pandemic, just with all the people grocery shopping and all, dietitians have seen that it's changed. You know, some lifestyle changes have happened for the better. Like people are watching what they're eating more. Like they in one of the little articles I was reading, it was talking about how a dietitian asked one of their clients to keep like a little food journal and just mm -hmm. I guess from not eat everything's not so readily available and limited that people are eating more fresh fruits and vegetables and less sodium and so there are some that's the one positive it says dietitians see one positive pandemic outcome that's so, interesting um, because i think that i i think people have gained weight generally speaking other than michael 75 who's done the very same thing he's lost like 40 pounds by keeping a food journal he says he's well, done nothing yeah. else but keep a food journal yeah, it's all about accountability. If you see what you're actually putting in and how much, it's yeah, it's shocking sometimes because people think when they just take a little handful of this and a little handful of that, that it's just a little handful, but they all add up to a big bowl of something. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, the reason I asked you about the evaporated milk is that, um, I mean, I think of evaporated milk as sort of a, you know, mid-century, last-century old-fashioned kind of thing, right. maybe because it was very prevalent in my kitchen of my youth, you know, the kitchen of my youth. And I would think, like, I know that when I married Tom, I mean, I never got, I never did evaporated milk after that. It was always fresh cream. So um, I'm, I'm surprised to hear that. Well, get, we get asked that. about that. Well, often. there you go. Surprises yeah. every week. So. I know. I know. That's, that's why you're so valuable. You're you're full of surprises. Go ahead. Full of surprises. So McCormick is still on allocation with their spices, but one thing I noticed how we keep talking about how grow mates are not around. It looks like they're going to be coming off of suspension soon, so you'll start seeing them come back. Now, is suspension the same as allocation? Or no. no, suspension is suspended. You don't have any. Allocation is small amount. So you get a little small okay. amount. So we'll okay. probably get a little case here and a case there. Um, there's, uh, let's see, what else? The canning supplies for people who like to do all their little canning and jams and jellies, that's going to be starting to get better around March. So it's starting to come back. Alcohol, like rubbing alcohol is coming back. And Purell looks like it's going to, you know, because we've been using all the off-brands of sanitizers. Purell looks like it's going to be making its way back soon by the end of the month. So that should be good okay. for people who like their, who okay. are brand dependent. Mm -hmm. um, paper towels and toilet paper, you know. Eh. Brand dependent. cleaners. Well, you know, it's like they're saying it's still. No, I'm brand fine. dependent. I'm definitely brand dependent. You are? I didn't so know there was a word like for it. <laughs> huh? Uh-huh. 
I didn't Wait, realize that, that there was a word for it. I mean, I am oh, definitely brand dependent. brand dependent. Yeah. You've never I heard am. that? As, as loquacious yeah. and wordy as you are? Well, look at that. <laughs> you learned something else new today. <laughs> um, so uh, disinfecting cleaners look like they're going to improve. And I did see on a pallet some cleaners that should be getting organized and hitting the shelves uh, this weekend, hopefully. Okay. So um, we have that is a that's a bright spot in everything. Dawn and Cascade are looking like they're getting better. So since we're still shopping and cooking at home, and it looks like things aren't opening up more, we're going to be able to wash our dishes. So that is always good, good. and not stress. That's good. So Dawn is one oh, thing. My, I Cascade. hope Dawn isn't going anywhere. Dawn's no, not going anywhere, back. is it? No, that's what Good. I said. Improvements over the last few weeks. So the limits, limits are starting to be, be removed on those. So, yeah, so we can hand wash uh-huh. or we can use the dishwasher, whichever way you want to do it. Then, well, I've been um, seeing Dawn in, in stores a lot. I mean, I haven't seen that. Uh, other than that initial, you know, right after COVID started, other than that initial period, I have uh, I've been seeing it a lot on the shelves and now i'm looking at my supply and it's running down to nothing so i need to go get well they might more. be getting there more you know the more variety so, you know how they used to have different uh scents of dawn i don't want to say flavors because yeah. you don't eat it uh, but so maybe the you know the multiple varieties are going to start coming back because that's always good well, i'll tell you what their little campaign about the cleaning the penguins that, mm-hmm. that that had to really be good for him because i i tell you what i wouldn't buy anything else Right, clean oh, those cute absolutely. little seals and penguins. That yeah, that's cute. And then even with BP, <laughs> I think they did something when that tragedy happened here. I think they had a little thing that they did too. If you bought some, yeah, whoever came up with that help. campaign, genius. Okay, yep, we have to put you on hold much. for a minute. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with Nicole Dorgnack. Mimi's is the best restaurant that has ever been in St. Bernard Parish. A magic combination of terrific owner, hospitality, and talented chef, combined with a charming atmosphere to offer you a great dining experience. Don't miss oysters here. They have two or three different kinds, all wonderful. A terrific burger, if you must. Great steaks, too. Thursday is steak night. Mimi's 712 Judge Perez in Chalmette, 644-4992. Mimi'sBarAndGrill.com. Right down the highway from the excellent Keith Young Steakhouse is Five Girls. And the food is very good casual fare. Here is a fantastic club sandwich with homemade potato chips, a great Cuban, good salads, and the best red beans and rice we have ever had. Poor boys, hamburgers, and terrific fried seafood. Five Girls, 305 Highway 21 in Madisonville. 985-845-2348. I get misty just holding your hand. Yes, indeed. 556-9696 is the number. If you have a question for Nicole Dorignac, she is a wealth of information bursting at the seams. Yes. All right. Where were we? Right there. She's still there? Yeah, I haven't Nicole? really had much problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. here. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you all hear me? Okay. So pork yeah. and poultry is still in good supply. We haven't really had any problems with that. Um, and it looks like beef, uh, they're using multiple different packers to get everything uh, taken covered, all the ad items and stuff, when we can put stuff on sale. So they're really working hard to help us keep some sale items. And you should start to see some 
falls in prices of like the high, like the ribeyes and the tenderloin soon. So, oh, so good. hopefully the hopefully the beef industry is kind of leveling off um, with mm-hmm. all the you know overtime and shortages and all the problems. Mm-hmm. Like hopefully everybody's getting a grasp on what we've been living for this past eleven months now. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Seafoods, seafoods, all good. You might see some uh, prices rising in shrimp. A small increase in the little, like the gumbo size shrimp and stuff like that. But not, you know, just if you see that, that's you know, firewood Temporary. is still limited. And it was funny. Uh, New Year's Eve, we had a pallet out front of the store, and literally by the end of the day, it was almost all gone. So when we have that little <laughs> cold snap, people do Terrific. like their little firewood. And um, Louisiana strawberries, because, you know, this is that season. Right now, with all this crazy weather, they're sporadic. So when you see them, grab them. And we actually had Did you hear us talking about that the other day? No. No, I did not. Which day was that? We were talking about, in the almanac, it said that this is the beginning of strawberries. And I thought, you know, it's really funny because it's an agricultural product. So, you know, it it fluctuates. And and I, I used to, we used to be absolutely, you could you know set your clock clockwork you'd see the strawberries now but then it sort of started sliding a little bit and um and i don't know maybe in both directions i don't know but but it's funny that the louisiana strawberry festival has remained that what first second week in april Mm -hmm. even if the strawberries were pretty much done by then because it does slide around so uh, it's a long season. I didn't realize. I never thought yeah. about it well, like that. Well, it's, it's kind a of a long season. Temperature mm-hmm. thing. It, once it hits yeah. about eighty-five degrees, that's when it's too hot for strawberries. So mm-hmm. as long as the temperature's hovering in that, you know, low to yeah, it can't 80, be too cold either. Though can't yeah. be too cold yeah. either. But when you get to the hot months, that's because right now it's kind of starting. So when you get through, mm-hmm. it's all about the temperature. So as long as the temperatures stay mild. That, you know, mm-hmm. can go a little, kind of like crawfish season. It seems like that's extended, too. It used to always be Memorial Day weekend was like the last weekend you could get crawfish. And then now you can get them a couple weeks into, you know, it seems a little longer now. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, corn, still talking about corn and Cool Whip in the frozen. So corn, frozen corn cobs and the Cool Whip for the people who like their little Cool Whip, that is still on allocation. Um, so, but it's, they're going to get it back you know, into full production when they can. Country crock, um, for the people who like I use American Beauty, but country crock people, there's not going to be any sales or promotions on that. So those supplies are still kind of limited, but there. Because usually mm-hmm. it's what's available is what goes on sale. So, like, if they have a lot of it, you know, like I've said before, like some of the distributors and all kind of help us figure out, you know, they make suggestions to us of what they can mm-hmm. offer deals on. so And then yeah. refrigerated doughs, like the phyllo dough and all the, and the puff pastry. My and puff all pastry? Those. Yeah, those are still having some issues. Uh-huh. It's not out, but... Oh, um, no. But... Uh, that reminds but, yeah. me, we're sort of stuck at home. We're stuck at home without a car today because I gave my car to my daughter. And, yeah. uh, and so we're, we're sort of stranded here without food. Not that that's going to be any really traumatic thing, but we have a frozen, we have a frozen sausage roll in there, so I can oh. I can slice that up for you, Tom. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I, it's, I miss that. Uh, 
<laughs> Important details here at the Fitzmaurice house. Keep going. Go ahead. And then, oh, all right, so, and then for, like, items that are coming back that people are, like, waiting on, I've noticed, like, the Hellman's squeeze bottle mayonnaise is coming back. And then we have this one little man. He's so cute. He's always looking for his uh, Campbell's tomato bisque soup. So we, that looks like uh-huh. that's coming back. Oh, it's not the Hellman's squeeze. It's the eight-ounce Hellman's. What's just out of curiosity, and I'm hitting you with just like bam on the side of the head, but but I'm kind of curious about this statistic. What is the percentage of Hellman's that you sell versus Blue Plate for next week? Mm, I guess we can do that. I don't know. We sell a lot of Blue Plate because everybody is local brand dependent, so people uh-huh. still like their Blue Plate, but a lot of people like the Hellman's too. Do they really? Huh? Yeah. I mean, I would think it would be something like eighty twenty. It's not, it's probably Hellman's higher than know, that? That's something else. I'd probably have to either ask one of my stockers, like, how much he actually stocks. I mean, we have, like, probably, I don't know, hundred, I don't know, I don't know how many thousands of items. So it's, like, it's hard to see what each comes in each week, but, you know, because we're just constantly restocking. So I would have to ask them what we sell more of. I would say we sell more of Blue Plate, but I don't know what the percentage is. Because I do get more mm-hmm. questions about Blue Plate, and I have during all of this. And then Fairlife yeah. Creamer, the people who like the Fairlife milk, um, that vanilla flavor is back. I know people like the Fairlife, uh, those Fairlife products. Let's see. What What's else? Fairlife? I, I don't even know what that Fairlife is. Fairlife is a milk. It's <laughs> like an organic uh, milk farm i don't drink milk so my brother-in-law really likes the Fairlife products um i think it has less of something you're not supposed to have that's in milk i don't know if it's lactose or i can't remember what that component is that makes Fairlife the good milk but the cream is back <laughs> the vanilla one okay and then good to know good to know so and then also like with the trends of the pandemic they're talking about like with kids cooking and all, a lot of people cooking with their kids. It's yeah. opening their, um, like their varieties of flavors and textures and making kids kind of like more like we were when we were growing up, eating what comes from the grocery store, not from the drive through So, and because of people being concerned about eating out in public and all, like we always talked about, all that's still going on. That grocery stores across the country are still seeing, um, an uptake in, shop, you know, shopping, whether it's oh, online sure. shopping, you know, so that's still really, uh, really prevalent. That are you still are doing still... curbside? Yes. Or do you yep. still do curbside? You do. Yes, okay. we do. Yeah. Yep. Is, is he, and, uh, is that's... he wanting to talk to Nicole? Okay. Uh, Michael 75 has a question for you, Nicole. Can you, can okay. you take it? All right. Let's go to Michael 75. Hey, Nicole, how's it going? Hey, how are you? Great, Good. great. Here's, here's a few ways to pronounce our great city, the Paris of America. America. <laughs> New Orleans, number one, New Orleans. Number two, New Orleans. Number three, mm-hmm. New Orleans. Number four, mm-hmm. New Orleans, only in, mm-hmm. in songs. And number five, mm-hmm. Nouvelle Orleans, like Je viens with Nouvelle Orleans. That's only in Paris you say that. Correct. Yep. So, so that's five I ways to pronounce it. And uh, that's Domino always said New Orleans. But anyway, uh, I don't know if I've told you this story before. Maybe I did or not. But uh, in in the year 2000, around that time, I walked into the uh, uh, 
best grocery store in the world, Dorignac's. Is it, by the way, is it Dorignac's or Dorignac's? Well, we don't do uh, that thing. We, have we, to, say uh, door, we say door We have to pay a lot of attention We drop to the that. G. The G is silent. So how we've always said it is Dornax. Dornax, okay. Uh, but anyway, so, so around the year 2000, I was in your great store as I used to go like three times a week. By the way, I, I will be getting there hopefully at the end of February because I've got my vaccine scheduled. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Anyway, uh, I'm walking in, and as you go toward the right, when you walk in toward the produce area, uh, there was a little display that Butch had put up of some cheap wine, uh, like uh, I, think, I think it was three for ten dollars. And um, so, anyway, next to that, they had a display of Brunello Montalcino wine. So uh, I, I, I saw Butch, and I said uh, facetiously to him, "Butch, is a Brunello Montalcini?" Also, three for ten dollars is a joke. So he said back to me, "Yes, it is too." So I know I figured he's joking back to me, and I say, "No, no, let's 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 talk reality. Yeah, is it really three for ten? He said, "Yeah, I got a, a great shipment in," and I said, "I can't believe it." But I said, "I'm going to wow. buy two. I'm buying two cases, Butch. But if it's bad, I'm I'm bringing it back." He said, "Okay, it was it was great." And by the oh, way, it was it was a '95 Brunello Montalcini. I served some the other day, 25 years later, and it was still good. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, Michael, I have a question for you. If yep. you heard of a deal like that, would that bring you out? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, I've only got a few a few days left on the planet, probably, so I don't want to take any chances. But the question, uh, uh, pet milk. I love pet milk with my coffee. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's old school. Okay. I, I didn't well, really, there you go. realize pet milk is, uh, there's no additives. It was, it's just the water's taken out of it and uh, right. pasteurized. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, well, and they, yeah. they say you can actually simulate actual milk by adding the water back. Maybe I'll start buying that stocking up. You never know what's going to happen now. All right, Michael, do you need to, should we hold you or do you, uh, are you, are you well, done with Nicole? Bubbles, right? Okay, we'll hold, we'll hold you over for just a, a minute or two. We will be back after the bottom of the hour news from Louisiana Radio Network. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Brooke Thorington. Senator John Kennedy joined five other GOP senators in voting against certifying President-elect Biden's electoral win. Matt Dole has the story. UL Lafayette political science professor Pearson Cross says Kennedy's vote is largely a reflection of the electorate that he's going to need for his 2022 re-election bid. Senator Kennedy has figured this out. The only way he could really be uh, upset at this point would be if he was challenged from the right. Cross says the vote solidifies his conservative bona fides and leaves only one potential opponent as a real threat. I would imagine that if Governor Edwards wanted to serve in the United States Senate, he would be a formidable opponent for Senator Kennedy. I'm Matt Doyle. Leaders of the Louisiana Democratic Party issued a statement condemning the behavior of those who stormed the Capitol yesterday and called on members of the state's congressional delegation that supported the effort to not certify Biden's win to bring about an end to the election fraud charade and violence. Louisiana Radio Network.com. Tiger Rag. Can everyone hear me okay? Everyone listen up. We don't want anyone to panic. 
Okay, but there has been a COVID exposure here at the school. But that's not getting in the way of your 2019 National Championship Tigers. Football season is fast. Tiger Rack. Hungry for LSU sports news? I am starving. I just worked up a man-sized appetite. Tiger Rag Magazine is ready to serve. Here we go. Awesome. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag is the Bible of LSU sports. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. Tiger Rag Magazine. Football, basketball, baseball, gymnastics, and so much more. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag editor Ron Higgins and Tiger Rag assistant editor William Weathers cover all things LSU sports and interview some of the best guests in the biz. I think we are on estimating. Celebrating your 2019 National Championship Tigers. Tiger Rag magazine on newsstands and online at tigerrag.com tiger rag AOS Interior Environments are the largest design assist furniture, fixtures, and equipment contractor in Louisiana and Mississippi. AOS Interior Environments believe they can't succeed if those around them falter, and that's why they've partnered with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. The best part is you can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge January 8th, Leo Nocentelli. January 15th, School of Rock. And January 22nd, Glenn David Andrews. For more info on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, go to fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com. AOS Interior Environments, where good design is good business. Find them on the web at thinkaos.com I won't dance don't ask me I won't dance don't ask me I won't dance madam with you All righty let's go back to Nicole and Michael 75 Hello Hello So what what else what else did you have for Nicole Michael uh, yeah, well, first, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to be so happy when I get out and I can make the grand tour, which I made like twice a week. Uh, my wife calls me a French housewife because the French <laughs> housewives every day go out shopping for different things. So the grand tour is the Zapatos, Whole Foods, Dornax, and Trader Joe's. By, by the way, if, a little tip, Christine Cushy might be the best female chef I've ever seen. She's on YouTube. Get on her uh, her channel, and if you okay. want to see that, and also you brought up Joan of Arc yesterday. Joan of Arc, I love uh-huh. the statue here; it's beautiful. Uh, don't ever take that one down. But uh, here's here's the deal: she was burned by the evil English in a city called R O U E N France. Well, we were going there, so I asked the uh, Frenchman how to get there. Oué Rouen, I said. And he couldn't understand me. He said, you mean Wong? And I said, oh, yeah, it's Wong. That's how they pronounce it. Wong. They pronounce so many things over there like that. Huh. Yeah, the R. It, the it, R-, R- it doesn't matter a, what country you're in. It's huh. Go ahead. <laughs> the R is usually a W. In like the king, king, R-O-I is wa. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, All right, Michael, uh, yeah. are you done with your lesson, your language lesson? Nicole and I are going to talk about cabbage rolls. Yeah, yeah no, uh, nouvelle, uh, je viens nouvelle Orléans. Bien oh, sûr. Au revoir, au revoir, au revoir, au revoir, mademoiselle. All right, all right, <laughs> goodbye. Good talking right. to you, Nic- thanks for calling. 
Okay, Nicole, what else do we have? All right. Before we get to your cabbage rolls. Okay, just to finish up um, with, like, all the grocery trends of, like, I guess, healthier, you know, pandemic has forced some people to be health conscious somewhere in this world for this report to have happened. People are asking for more plant-based items, and so you're going to see, like, eggs possibly made from mung bean protein and all kinds of functional food beverages. Ooh, yummy. And beverages. Mm. Well, functional means health and wellness. So, but it looks like they have stuff that they're going to help from, like, sleep, using, like, amino acids for sleep and stuff, to putting CBD in drinks, to probiotics. So, like, they're really trying to target health and wellness. I guess why they can't get to other varieties of products, they're um, going to start new different things. I guess certain plants, okay. you know, I don't know. So anyway, mm. and I guess that's what the people are screaming for. They want a little more health wow. and wellness after they've okay. sat around right. COVID mm. lockdown, gorging themselves with fun food. <laughs> <laughs> like me. Okay, tell us about your cabbage rolls. Oh, okay. Nicole uh, made some cabbage rolls the other day that she was very proud of. So I hadn't. Well, when we were talking about New Year's stuff and all, and I remember you were like, corned beef and cabbage. Like, it really, that is really traditionally St. Patrick's Day. So yeah, I was like, right. oh, yeah, my mom used to always make cabbage rolls on New Year's Eve because I always remember she would make it because, I don't know, the cabbage and the meat together were like two bites in one for the health and the wealth. And then the black eyed peas were on the side for your good luck and happiness. So she would always make my friends eat a bite of everything if they were over there, even if they didn't like it. Otherwise, they were going to have a doomed year. So her cabbage rolls were um, like, you know, ground chuck or ground sirloin, whatever kind of ground meat you like. And then, you know, you season it up, salt, pepper, white pepper. I put a little Rex Italian seasoning in mine. And then I use my rice already cooked. So then I put about... I guess about three quarters meat to one quarter rice, like enough to where there's like a little rice in every bite, but not mm-hmm. overly rice. Um, and I don't use yeah. any breadcrumbs in that. And then make the little, you know, roll, I steam my leaves and the outer leaves. That's what I, that's why I thought of it as I was making my other cabbage. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll use these leaves and make a few little cabbage rolls. So I steamed the leaves, laid them out, rolled them up. And then I did my own tomato, you know, I made a little side of, you know, red gravy. And they just came out really good. I mean, you know, I maybe could have had a little bit more salt and pepper in them because I had to add a little when I ate it. But other than that, uh, they were really good. We ate them for three Now, is days. it traditional to, to do red sauce with cabbage rolls? Tom, is that something that you my, see, red my sauce mom with cabbage rolls? Did. She mm-hmm. did. Okay. Uh-huh. That I mean, I never ate cabbage Sicilian. rolls. What? Cabbage that is one of those things you grow up until you don't. And it's for your oh, mother. is it Sicilian? Is that it? Is tomato sauce with cabbage rolls a Sicilian thing? It might. I would be. imagine. I don't. I don't oh, Sicilia I, is a world unto itself. Yeah, but it, but they don't do cabbage rolls generally, do they? They they no, do know, everything well. they want. They don't. You don't see any red sauces or uh, same kind of guys <clears throat> um, paneling out there. You mm-hmm. won't see that either. Uh-huh. It's, it's wow. a certain style, and you just look around someday, and you'll see it. Just here's one, here's one, here's one. And it's uh, all kind of other things. I think of cabbages being more t- toward Eastern Europe, 
you know. That's what it is. Past. I'm sorry, not Eastern. Well, Romania, like Bulgaria. Uh, Wait, what? Uh, uh, <clears throat> Remind me of how they do the stuff briefly, uh, which is the total opposite end of the world. Yes, as you're moving toward, yeah, as you're moving toward yeah. Greece. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Anyway. Yes, but All right. Do you have any other? Do you have any other scintillating nope. things to say? No, I wish nope. I had anything really. to say nothing, at all. Scintillating or really, uh, Earth-shattering. Are we going to? Uh, uh... Put your headset on, Tom. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I I think I'm good. And I said I know I know you got somebody else that's calling in that probably has some great stuff to say. So I'm gonna wrap myself up for today, and I will talk to y'all next week. Alrighty, we will talk to Nicole. Uh, wait, are you the goddess? The goddess, yeah, Nicole Dorick. Let's just roll with You're it. keeping with the, the goddess. Okay. Yeah. The goddess, the grocery goddess, Nicole Dorignac, bids us adieu. Hope I said it right. Oh, Michael's going to call back. Today. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later on, but I did talk to All somebody right. today who said they heard us and they love us. So. Oh, good. All right, take care. Thank you. All right, that was Nicole Dorignac who has steered us through the tumultuous waves of COVID and grocery shopping. We rely on her every week to give us, and I'm, I'm saying that in jest, but in honesty, she has really, really helped out a lot to explain why things have been shorted on the, uh, on the grocery shelves and, and, uh, and when you might expect to see them back again. And I, I find her reports fascinating. Five five six nine six nine six. Plus, she's cute, as most people are saying. Yes, we will be back. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with Lisa Blunt from Antoine's to talk about oysters oh. Rockefeller. Annadel's Plantation is a stately bed and breakfast with beautiful grounds and two gorgeous rooms upstairs. It's a great getaway. The food here is that familiar Louisiana cooking inspired by Galatoire's with reasonable prices. A welcoming and cozy dining room and very special bar make this a hidden gem. Anna Dell's Plantation, 71518 Chestnut Street, Covington, 985-809-7669. I've loved the Maple Street Cafe from the first time I walked into the place. Jamil Kutob turns out well-executed dishes that hint of the Mediterranean, but with a real New Orleans spirit. The grilled fish here is particularly excellent, but I have never had anything I didn't love. Call 314-9003 for their daily specials, which are exceptionally good and an exceptional value. Maple Street Cafe, 7623 Maple Street, Uptown. One of my all-time favorite restaurants is the legendary Pascal's Manali. It's now open for lunch Wednesday through Friday with happy hour specials in the dining room every day. Tuesdays, enjoy two-for-one appetizers and Hans's vodka martinis. Wednesday and Thursdays, wine and beer specials. Friday's lunch martinis are $5. Say hello to my friend Thomas at that great oyster bar when you go to Pascal's Manali, 1838 Napoleon Avenue. Reservations are recommended. Call 895-4877. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings and lots of things are never what they seem. So very, very true. We have Lisa Blunt on the line from Antoine's. Hello there. Oh, I know all Hello. of them. How are you doing? Tom Fitzmorris here, and uh, I, I hear that you are uh, over there. It's Antoine's. Is that true? 
<laughs> yes, we are. We are up and going at Antoine. Are you uh, back to open and everything uh, good? Game good. And open? Mm-hmm. She's, yes, tra- she's are, calling to talk are, about Oysters Rockefeller, Tom. And there you are. Go ahead, Lisa. Go ahead. Yes, we are open. We're, we're open on the weekends uh, right now. And um, it is National Oysters Rockefeller Day, actually um, January 10th. So we are going to be celebrating that um, in the next couple of days with some specials on, on Oysters Rockefeller, our beloved item. Yes. So, so what is the special? It's a, it's a great deal, isn't it? It's $5, and you get three of the, of the Oysters Rockefeller. And you can come in the bar and have a glass of wine and have them, or you can have them with your, your lunch or your dinner in the dining room. So now, is it, uh, is it something where you can, is there like a, a limit to it? Or like, can, can somebody come in and say, <laughs> I'm going to get you know, a couple of orders of these? What? <laughs> no, it, 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 I guess it's limitless. If, if someone really wants to indulge themselves, which we know Tom loves them, Yes. Um, but uh, it's uh, it it is it is you can you can have three or you can have twelve you can kind of go okay. for it. Okay, just just checking to see because I wanted to clarify that if anyone was planning to come, like maybe Tom, and get uh, a lot of oysters Rockefeller. So um, is that is 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 there going to be anything else having to do with oysters just in celebration of the Oysters Rockefeller, or is it just the Oysters Rockefeller? I'm seeing oysters everywhere I go, including where I went for lunch today. And uh, all day seems to me like uh, another 10 days in the other direction. They're pretty good right now. Are, are, are you thinking that they're good, Lisa? Are they, we saw some big yeah. fat ones the other day. You know, no, I, I, we've I always sold a, very, a lot of oysters. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the special runs starting, is it tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yep. Tomorrow okay. for, we're going to open tomorrow, Friday and Saturday for lunch and dinner. And, and again, and in the bar too, the bar opens at 11. So, um, it will be all day, um, in the bar also. You have a lot of, you have a lot of nice, uh, happy hour items in the bar. When you opened after COVID, did you bring that back as well? We did. We did bring back. Um, we're actually we're kind of we're kind of getting our act together still. We do have some. We call them the bistro bites. Um, some shareable items and some new items that we haven't had in the past. Um, but I wanted to say one thing about Rockefeller, and um, which is really interesting. It was funny. I happened to be googling it just you know to see. Gosh, what are people saying about Rockefeller and things like that? Um, as you know, the recipe still is a secret, um, and it doesn't contain spinach. And that's a big deal. But something that we've really, um, on the last about year and a half, we've unearthed some new history. And one of the big things that we found was that we always quoted and said that it was invented in 1889. Well, that's not true. Um, when we went back and we, we investigated it more, it really couldn't have been until the late 1890s that it was invented, because actually Jules Alciator, who invented it, wasn't even at Antoine's in 1889. So um, that's kind of interesting. There's always a lot of different history. Mm -hmm. And and that is kind of one fun thing. Now, we don't know the definite year. We're still trying to kind of work on that. Um, But um, but I do think it's interesting as, you know, everybody kind of thinks of this story of Antoine's and, 
and and it's it's kind of biblical and in a way it's really not as more and more things um as we have more access to things yeah didn't you find an old recipe one of the original recipes recently yeah that we was, uh... did we found an old recipe book of um, my husband's grandfather, Roy Alciator, and it was so neat. It was handwritten. He was, he was a, um, he would have been the journal king in this in this day and age, and he had it written out. And not only did he write out the recipe, but he wrote pictures and drew little pictures of the equipment and what the oyster should look like. And it was it was really it's really really neat. It's again, it's in a secret spot, but um, but something that we really cherish. Um, having found that recipe in that fashion. Are you going to do anything with that? Are you going to put it on a booklet or are you going to do something special with it? I don't know. You know, sometimes we talk about looking at some of these old um, menu items. We get, I mean, probably about weekly, I get someone that will call and say, oh, you know what, I've heard about eggs, whatever, or some some item, mm-hmm. and now it's really interesting because I used to have to kind of do research, you know, through old files and things like that. And now this book is is really great that we can reference it. So I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's an addition to the to the, the cookbook that's out there now, or maybe some old mm-hmm. found recipes um, would be fun. But but right now, also yeah. our you've met our new our new chef um, chef Rich. He's, New to us, um, or new in the in the world of Antoine's at 181 years. He's been around two years, and um, mm-hmm. he's really playing with a lot of old sauces and incorporating them into some of our dishes and some of our newer dishes on specials and things like that. So that's been really fun. Um, he did it with Revion, yeah. and uh, and is mm-hmm. going to do it with some things um, coming up into the Mardi Gras season. Oh, that'll be fun. So um, you're is it. The Al Shator that you mentioned, uh, Rick's great-grandfather or grandfather? Great-grandfather. That's Jules Al Shator. If you say it that way, it sounds like it's Italian, even though it's very, very Sicilian, Sicilian, Italian. But you look at that, uh, those titles and that's what you get. It's French, French, French. So who the founder of Antoine's was who? Uh, Antoine, Antoine Alciator. Antoine Alciator. Okay. And now he was like he was present at the um, at the execution of Robespierre, wasn't he? <laughs> yes, that is a story about into, him being at I mean, dinner. he was actually in in court back then, right? I mean, he. Yes. That's quite a fact. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's, you have. A, um, that's an interesting story about him, and yes, he was. He, you know, he apprenticed for a very famous chef at a young age in Marseille, France, and one of the things that they, they did was they cooked for very famous people, including the King of France, and he happened to be there for that dinner, and, uh, and the story is about the, the rareness of the, of the, of the meat yeah. and it mm-hmm. representing the blood of his uh, Robespierre's mm-hmm. killing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's a fascinating story. Is it? Is it? Uh, has it been certified to be true? Do you know? Well, there are some. You know, uh, I could give it's you. It's a great a, legend for sure. A, a bunch of those. Uh, he did know. actually cook there, he so did a lot of co- you know, I could was, believe it. He was one. Of but the it was a particular dinner masters. that that it 
and he was there when the yes. when it all happened. He was he uh-huh. was cooking at it, and and you know verification on all these things. You know, a lot some things we we have you know documents, um, and 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 sadly though, back to Antoine, we have a lot of stuff with Roy Alciator. We have some stuff with Jules. Um, especially, like I said, in the last couple of years, we, we've done some digging in some old archives and really unearth a lot of interesting stuff and new stuff. Um, but we don't know that much about Antoine, but that particular story has, has come to us in, in a lot of different ways. Uh-huh. So as, as true as it can be, um, yeah. we, we think it's, it's, it's pretty well verified. It's a pretty great story, I gotta say. It was like, what? When I heard it. I mean, that's, uh, that's definitely something. I'll bet you guys have fun when you go digging in those archives. Plenty you know, it's, it's really interesting. I have done that. Um, I've been, um, I, I was, we had a room that after Katrina, a bunch of stuff was put into. And, you know, we just didn't really have the wherewithal to go and someone to just sit there and dig through it and all those mm-hmm. things. And so about a year and a half ago, um, we were working with the Historic New Orleans Collection, and they actually helped us um, take on some of those, those, those archives and go through a lot of those. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, it, it was really interesting um, starting to look through those things. So what's nice now is a lot of that stuff is going to be available at the Historic New Orleans Collection. I think right now it's in a big freezer getting mm-hmm. zapped of any bad mold and bugs mm-hmm. and things like that. And then we'll mm-hmm. go be a part of the collection that we donated it to the collection. Oh, that's fantastic. Cause I was wondering, you know, where it was like in some room or something at Antoine's, but it's going to be for public view at some point. At yes. the hist- That's fantastic. That's, do you yeah, have any idea public, when, you know, you know, you know, COVID obviously we, 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 we kind of finished going through a lot of it. Um, in the middle of last year or about a year ago, and then it mm-hmm. kind of went into COVID land. So yeah. um, I actually haven't had an update. I haven't asked for an update recently, but um, it's quite a bit of material. And, and it's interesting because a lot of some of the things that we found were, were about Antoine and also mm-hmm. about Antoine's um, brothers and sisters too. Mm, and I have wow. to say that um, Rick's, Rick's, um, one of Rick's cousins has done a tremendous amount of Ancestry.com and was really vital in, in kind of putting pieces together and sharing some of his history that he's done. So oh, wow. um, one of the interesting things was, is everyone, the big story of Antoine's is there was Antoine and he came to New Orleans and, you know, was a famous chef. And then his son was the one, you know, the middle son, Jules, was the one that was most interested in culinary. And actually, there was another brother that was very interested and actually went to France also and worked at Antoine's also. So that was something we really didn't know about until very recently. Wow. Yeah. That would make a great book, you know, just to, to really get into all that stuff. All right. So quickly before you go, tell us what's happening at Antoine's in general, how things have been and, uh, you know, your path, not your path forward, because we just take, take everything day to day, but how's it been since you opened? You know, it, it's, it's been pretty good. Um, you know, it's, it's obviously, it's been mainly locals. We opened on September 25th, um, and we have pretty much just been open for the weekends or some Thursdays. We've done some, you know, some small events, um, 
you know, small, safe celebrations. We are so lucky to have all the space that we have yeah. mm-hmm. with 14 dining rooms because people can come in and be in their own room and have their own small parties and in a, in a very safe fashion. So that's been, that's been good. We had a nice holiday. Um, we had a great Revion menu and that was popular. We're now doing wine pairings with our dinner specials and that seems to be um, a real hot item. Um, coming into right now, we have our $21 three course lunch uh, menu that everyone mm-hmm. loves. And this mm-hmm. is a, a great one as always. And then um, we're also, we're going to be doing um, a Mardi Gras kind of celebration menu. And instead of uh, just having, having the Gras. regular <laughs> vessels, it's going to have a little bit more of a Mardi Gras theme to it. Oh, good. And good. Um, that's going to be four courses, and it also has wine pairings to it. So that's going to kick off tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. All right. Um, so we, uh, you're, you're open. what are the hours exactly right now? Right now, we're open at 11 for lunch, 11 to 2, and then we are open for dinner at 5 until, until we take the last reservation about 8.30. And that's Thursday through Sunday? Is that... Actually, right now, it's Friday through Sunday. This weekend, we're just going to be open, though, on, on Friday and Saturday. Okay, so the Oysters Rockefeller thing, you got to get it Friday or Saturday. Yep. Okay. And is the menu, the, when we were there for opening night, the menu was a little bit different. Is the menu expanded back to its normal size or is it still abbreviated? It, it actually is about the same size. Uh, there's, a, there's a few items that aren't, that aren't on there, um, but some of those items are appearing as, um, as specials. Um, for instance, like the Cardinal sauce. Um, has come is going to come back for Mardi Gras as a as a sauce on on a dish. So there are, um, the, the, but mainly all the favorites are there. They're there, and okay. um, and and then like I said, now we're really augmenting with with some specials that um, Chef Rich has has just done a fabulous job with. Okay, so um, the change to the menu in English. What was what was the feedback you got from that? You know what? It's funny. We haven't, I've only heard about two people have said, oh my gosh, it's in, in English. I think it's almost like one of those things that people didn't realize. Um, but we always had the specials in English, which I thought was interesting. I don't know why we did that, but not the menu. Um, but, but it seems like people are ordering more different items now. I don't know if that's just the new, the new us. Or uh-huh. if it is because that they can actually read what the menu items are unless they're fluent French. <laughs> that could be it. That absolutely could be it. Okay, I'm going to ask you before you leave about the souffle potatoes. What's okay. going on with the souffle potatoes? Souffle potatoes are on there. Souffle potatoes are, um, are, are, are a devil to make. You know, they're a process that's a hand-cut potato. Uh-huh. Um, and... As we know about potatoes, potatoes are very, have different, during different seasons, have different starch contents and things mm-hmm. like that. We actually have to age our potatoes a little bit so they puff correctly. But so they're hand cut, they're blanched, and then they're cooked again. They're a double cooking process to develop the puff. So they're blanched okay, so in oil and then I'm thrown so- back in very hot oil. 
And, so you've kept and that recipe or you've changed it? Um, we haven't changed it. We haven't okay. changed it at all. And, okay. uh, and they're pretty much still the same way it's always been. Okay. And, and definitely one of our most popular items. All right, we have to let you go because we're coming up to the top of the hour. Thank you very much. This is Lisa Blunt from Antoine's. We will see you this weekend because we're coming in for those oysters Rockefeller for sure. All right, great. Thanks, Marianne and Tom. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, uh, Antoine's still doing its thing. And uh, don't miss that special. That's a great deal for oysters Rockefeller. Lisa's actually from Seattle. She... Uh, she, she's really into the New Orleans scene, though, that's for sure. All right, uh, Tim McNally is up next with the Dine, Wine, and Spirits show. And uh, we are done. Go to nomenu.com if you want to hear some more of the show. WGSO New Orleans, it's 4 o'clock tonight. Hey, Brian Diaz here with the NOLA Drink Show. Check us out every Monday evening from 7 to 8 p.m. right here on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. According to Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg writing that in his opinion the president used his platform to condone rather than condemn his supporters behavior. Washington DC Mayor Mario Bowser wants a nonpartisan commission to look into the violence at the US Capitol. Congress must immediately transfer command of the District of Columbia National Guard from the President of the United States and put it squarely under the command and control of the mayor of the District of Columbia. She said what happened at the Capitol was textbook terrorism and added that what took place went against the district's values. President Trump set to spend his second to last weekend in office at Camp David. You're listening to USA Radio News. If your New Year's resolution is to get to feeling better, the best way to feel better is with a great night's sleep. And you know I'm going to talk about my pillow. I've been sleeping on one for now three years and I get the best sleep of my life. They don't go flat. You can wash them and dry them. Try doing that. You end up with a washer full of pillow feathers. Uh, and they're made in the USA. And right now, the My Pillow Premium Pillow Special continues $40 off, $29.98. For a standard or queen size premium my pillow, kings only five dollars more. To get the best night's sleep of your life and a guaranteed, and it continues until March first and a ten year warranty. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use my promo code USA or call one eight hundred nine five one eight one seven five. Give yourself the gift of a great night's sleep for twenty twenty one. From Mike Lindell and my pillow. The coronavirus vaccine is continuing to cause havoc across the nation. The United States has set another record for daily new cases and deaths due to COVID-19. Nearly 269,000 new cases of infection and 3,920 deaths were recorded on Wednesday, surpassing the previous highs that were set last Saturday. The nation has passed more than 21 million cases since the beginning of the pandemic with Arizona, California, and Rhode Island now having some of the highest infection per capita rates in the world. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. Reaction continuing to come in from the storming of the Capitol on Wednesday. Former Secretary of State Colin Powell calling it a national disgrace. It was a disgraceful performance by our leaders, a disgraceful performance by our military and our police officials. Paul also telling MSNBC that the security situation at the Capitol was deeply inadequate. You're listening to USA Radio News.
Rebecca Chapman, who is the general manager, Jimmy Setchum, who is the executive chef at Broussard's Restaurant, one of the most beautiful restaurants in New Orleans, because Broussard's is a true New Orleans restaurant, and you guys are both New Orleanians. It's such a pleasure and an honor to be a part of the history and culture at Broussard's. If you haven't been there lately, you need to correct that problem. Get over there. They got the 1920 special, which is the date of the founding of Broussard's on wines and on food. Broussard's Restaurant, 819 Conti in the heart of the French Quarter. Hi, this is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. Cloudiness tonight, somewhat lighter on the winds, and clouds for the morning tomorrow decrease throughout the day. It'll become mostly sunny. Early morning tomorrow will be somewhere around lower 40s or upper 30s. Tomorrow afternoon gets back to a high of close to 50 or stays into the upper 40s. Tomorrow night, clear skies, colder, light freezes to anywhere to upper 30s. Same for Sunday morning, Saturday, Sunday afternoon, sunny skies. The afternoon highs each day about the lower 50s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. A My Social Security account allows you to access your earnings history and benefits information, request a replacement Social Security card, get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Welcome to the New Orleans Dine, Wine, and Spirits Show, your daily opportunity to hear what's going on in the world of beverage and dining in New Orleans and around the world. Your host is Tim McNally. Tim welcomes your phone calls and your questions. Call 504-556-9696. Now, here's your host, Tim McNally. All right. What happened? Where, where did all that go to? We had a beautiful, beautiful day yesterday. And, uh, and then uh, we end up with uh, something that's really quite different today, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's really not pretty out there. And, um, and it's really cold, uh, unfortunately. And uh, this is uh, the way we're going to be for the next couple of days. You need to uh, um, uh, set set this up uh, for in your head uh, to keep that jacket and our heavy jacket really, really very handy. Um, we are uh, going to be uh, uh, for the next, uh, as I said, for the next few days, we are going to be um, 
Uh, very, very cold here. Right now, it's 52 degrees. It feels much cooler. Humidity is up there at 74%, so it's damp and uh, overcast. Uh, nothing to warm us up at all. This is going to be about it for the day. And uh, then tomorrow, we're going to be about 5 or 6 degrees cooler as a high. Uh, this evening, we'll probably be in the very low 40s tonight on the uh, south shore. Uh, the north shore is probably going to see a light freeze. And then for uh, tomorrow, uh, 49 degrees or high 40s tomorrow. And then we'll be in the mid-30s for, uh, for the evening. And then on Saturday, same thing. About 50 degrees Saturday and about in the mid-30s on Saturday. So we're not looking really at a freeze on the north, on the south shore. Uh, probably are doing just that on the, on the north shore. But keep in mind that we are uh, classified as a semi-tropical climate. So by having that classification, it means we have a lot of plants out there and uh, biological material that uh, isn't good at this at all. So I don't know what to tell you to do about all of that, and I don't know how to tell you to identify it, but if you've got tender vegetation, you might want to pull it inside or, or put it uh, into your garage and put a small heater on it or something like that because this is not good for it. We don't have to get down to freezing to cause havoc in this town and uh, that because of our, uh, our tropical uh, growth and canopy, uh, and so uh, this is this is not going to be a lot of fun for the next couple of days uh, to go to go through it all. We're not expecting any rain, thankfully, until Monday. But uh, at that point, we're not going to get out of this temperature until probably a week uh, from now. So uh, do plan on uh, checking on your, if you, if you have a space heater, please be cautious with it. I know a lot of you still have Christmas trees up. That's just asking for trouble all the way around. Uh, so please be sure to keep water in them if they're real. Um, uh, in all cases, keep the trees away from the heater. And uh, in all cases, just don't leave a heater unattended. If you're going to leave the room that the heater's in, turn the heater off. You'll You'll warm it back up again by the time you get in there. And uh, so uh, I'm, uh, I'm not a fan of winter, as you can tell. And as you know, uh, I am a good South Louisiana resident and prefer the warmer weather. And when it doesn't happen, I get pretty upset. So uh, this is going uh, to be a rough week uh, for those of us that go down that path. For those of us that like August, this is going to be a rough week. And so uh, it's going to force us to get into uh, a couple of hot toddies. Uh, that's that's a good idea, I think. Uh, and uh, really, a hot toddy. Do not complicate a hot toddy. A hot toddy is a uh, some sugar, uh, uh, some spirits in there, and uh, maybe a little fruit in there, and uh, hot water. It's pretty simple. And uh, it's amazing, in fact, how simple it is. And, and that will start warming you up uh, on the on the drink because it's a uh, it, it's it's necessary right now. Uh, Irish coffee, another necessary drink. Go easy on the whipped cream. Uh, you don't need a bunch of that, but but stick with the coffee and the Irish whiskey, and uh, you know have yourself uh, something that is um, going to warm you up a little bit. Warm those cold Louisiana bones up a little bit. Um, I guess I, I, I Henry and I were talking about this before we went on the air. I just 
can't go too far into the show to mention a little something about what happened yesterday. But I am appalled, ashamed, embarrassed, um, and hacked. I'm I'm really angry about what went on yesterday in our nation's capital. Um, I I have a lot of respect for institutions, whether they're really serving a valid purpose or not. I have a lot of respect for the seat of institutions like the Vatican um, and uh, certainly uh, uh, the city of London itself in the middle of London. All of these places to me have special meaning because they are places where important uh, um, events took place. And I put Washington, D.C. in that category. I think it's an important institution, uh, important place. Uh, it's certainly, if nothing else, it's completely historic, a wonderful thing. And uh, the disrespect that was shown yesterday by that gathered mob uh, to an institution I respect uh, just made me angry and angry to have people sitting in various chairs, being in various places that they had no business doing it that way. That wasn't it. I sincerely hope that um, the uh, um, um, photos and the videos of that entire sad, horrible episode are reviewed and that uh, those people who participated in the desecration of a, a shrine of liberty uh, are made to uh, pay a price. I don't know how big a price it needs to be, but they need to be made to pay a price. That's just the arrogance with which all that took place was certainly did not set well with me, and I don't think it set well with most Americans. I think people are pretty upset with uh, what went on and, again, as I said, um, embarrassed. We all have friends in other parts of the world who are wondering what is going on with you people over there and uh, to get a uh, – uh, to have 12 world leaders step up and state a case – uh, against uh, our leader um, is just unacceptable, completely unacceptable. This is not what America is, in my opinion. Um, and I, I love this country, but I, I, I mean, we've got to show some some decency. We've got to show a level of uh, respect for the institution, for the people who are involved. I don't care if you if they are or not. We've got to have that. And uh, you never expect uh, the negatives to come out of your leader's mouth and to incite such behavior. So to our officials in Louisiana and around, if you think that you were not culpable in the events of 